Hey, do you like what we do, but want to hear it in Boston? Well, the fucking Avengers, the thing with fucking Chris Evans, you know he went to school around here and shit, right? He fucking grew up around here. Dude, that fucking house in fucking Knives Out Kid that he was in, that's in fucking Weston, Massachusetts. I drove by it. My uncle, my uncle, okay, he's a fucking contractor, all right? He drives a truck. It's got ladders and shit on it, right? He has fucking pictures of Chris Evans working on that fucking movie and that that asshole Ringing Johnson that made that fucking stupid Star Wars movie I hated so much. That guy right yeah he was fucking there too and oh a fucking james bond kid oh shit i fucking saw james bond and shit i had to send a picture of that to my fucking aunt she was like oh my god bring him over here i'm gonna fuck him so fucking hard and i was like auntie we're on a fucking group chat with ma i don't fucking care ma can come over here and fucking fuck him too for all i care and then we went on and on and on and everybody was fucking and now i know too much about my family kid then you should check out this week's sponsor the Chipman Brothers Tangent, talking about literally anything, be it nerd news or the lasting trauma of Catholic school. Chris and Bob Chipman have you covered. Listen to the Chipman Brothers Tangent on your favorite podcasting site today. Hello and welcome to Geeks with Shields, your home for all things good and nerdy in this, the darkest timeline. I'm Axel Wright, and sorry I'm not doing my Walter Cronkite voice, I just don't have it in me today. I know that's not good of a content creator to be like, I'm letting my personal shit get in the way of my performance, but I'm doing my best here, okay? Anyway, with me as always monkey dance! Yeah. (laughs) This is Lord Commander Ulrich, and if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know we are not always strictly what you would call professional. Yeah, I mean, we get angry, and that's why you love us. Yeah, and I try to be entertaining, but I just I spent basically Sometimes. all of two days with the constant loop of self hatred that I'm dealing with right now. So <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Sometimes I'm trying not to make this a penis metaphor, but it's going to be one inevitably. The flag just doesn't rise up the pole. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, on a positive note. Before we get into... Oh, I didn't ask you how you're doing. I already know how you're doing. Ulrich's doing fine. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into our conversation, we have the privilege of mentioning our illustrious Legion. They give us... They actually pay on Patreon us, and the very least we can do to pay back these lovely people is to say their name out loud in appreciation. The list I have says... Pam Galley, Marquis, Chris Chipman, River Galley, Krug, Arthur Crane, Kevin Vay, Brent Agnew, John Vinnels, Kit Kenny, Seth Decker, Donald Lucy, Patrick Anderson, Carson Amell, Scott Rubin, Derek Takata, and Peter Cook. Now, if you go to Patreon slash Geeks with Shields, you can do a dollar a month. It's like 25 cents an episode because we put out four or more things. And then we'll add you to the list as well. And you can be immortalized in, you know, the, the small corner of existence that we control. I want to figure. Well, no, I've seen the area. I don't want to control more of it. I just want to fortify my little corner. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that as well. I have. Anyway, how are you doing? Are you, we already know how you're doing. What are we talking about? I know what we're talking about. We're talking about MCU sidekicks. Yeah, and I don't know if we're going to. People are, are already calling them that, but it was definitely a trend we saw in this last phase of the MCU. Typically, as they set up either the Young Avengers or our second generation heroes. But it was, to me, it was really obvious to see what they were doing when they were doing it. Was it the same for you? I honestly am not sure what you mean by MCU sidekick, so I think I need a little more elaboration. 
So characters like America Chavez, like Ironheart, like Kate Bishop, like Second Gen Falcon, like uh, Billy and Tommy and WandaVision, like Yelena, like Hulk's son, like who else was there been in there? Okay, all right, hold on. So what you've just described... I don't feel her sidekicks. I feel no, like... and I don't. A sidekick isn't the correct term, but it's the best at hand, quick reference that everyone's vaguely familiar with the idea of it is. Yeah, because what you've just listed are a bunch of what are essentially introduction new characters. They are. We'll leave it this way. They're all the equivalent of what Black Widow was in Iron Man Two. Yes. I mean, but they're all younger, similarly powered versions of the superheroes, so they kind of fit the sidekick niche. Uh, kind of. They didn't necessarily fit into the same mold always. The ones that were specific... I mean, we've talked... For... There are good and bad examples, which is kind of what we're going to talk about here. Yeah, and we've talked about how it's kind of obvious that they're making... Or maybe the plan was to build Young Avengers, but everything getting shut down for a couple years has made aging a concern and who knows what the actual goal is now but you know young younger people being the heroes well that's just also the nature of the last cast of heroes has retired out it's time to introduce the new ones and some of those really slotted in organically and other ones you could see the literal staples plus when you have younger actors you can theoretically in a franchise like this have them play the characters longer because the only one of the original Avengers who will probably always have until he dies is Chris Hemsworth. Because he's basically said out loud many times, I will play Thor as long as they let me keep playing Thor. Yeah, but even he got a young sidekick that could possibly be Thor girl. Yeah, I suppose so. But it still doesn't feel as much like a potential replacement as, say, Kate no. Bishop's Hawkeye does. Yes, and again, there are good ones... There are bad ones, and there are ones that are just okay. Yeah. I, fair. I okay. Kinda, Kate Bishop was great. Kate uh, Bishop's fucking worked great. Everyone's like, yeah, no, she's Hawkeye now. That works great. Yelena, yeah. great. She's Yelena was great. Now. I think Kamala Khan is great. It took me a while to get through her whole series, but I still like her a lot. I think that actress is... The real test is going to be how she gels in the Marvels. Absolutely. But I'm just saying that that actress, I think, kills yeah, it. Yeah, no, actress Kamala. is great. She just needs the, she needs the writing to come yes. up to her level, I think. No offense I, to the writers of, <laughs> of Miss Marvel. I just felt like the situations were... There's some behind-the-scenes stuff I think we're going to find out in like a decade or so that'll make it make a lot more sense. Yeah. And that, again, I didn't dislike Miss Marvel. It just felt no, weirdly... No, but it feels like there's an episode or two missing. It also feels like the tone shifted... Or not the tone. The aesthetic shifted intensely after the second episode. Like the first two yes. episodes had this very perks of being a wallflower thing going on, and then they just ditched it i don't know why but... there's some there's some stuff going on behind the scenes like again we'll never know but i really do feel like there's a story behind it and on the other hand and i'll be clear i don't dislike riri williams at all but she feels so unimportant to the plot of black panther 2. again you see the staples of where they added her character on yeah and I, even though she's technically the crux by which the the movie shifts she feels incidental to the whole thing, which is weird because, like, I want to like Ironheart, kind of on principle, but I just don't care. Yep. And I don't now, know why. Because, see, this is where we get where Marvel kind of fumbled the bag in this last phase. 
is in the past, they've been pretty seamless with their world building to the next big event or the next big characters. Like when Black Widow shows up in Iron Man 2, you're like, oh, she's there for a split second, kind of get to know her. But she doesn't, she's not necessarily part of the plot. Mm -hmm. So how well you like or you don't like her doesn't really matter. And with Black Widow and Yelena, she is directly part of the plot because this is about Natasha and her family. So her inclusion makes sense. Mm-hmm. Ironheart is there as a role in a role that could be filled by any other character up to generic scientist. I think Kate Bishop is a good example too of what you're talking about in the other Kate direction. Bishop's the entire show is about Kate Bishop becoming the new Hawkeye. Yes. And that's when it works. Or even the blinking you miss it introduction of Patriot in uh Falcon Winter Soldier. You mean US Agent? No, I'm talking Patriot. Oh, Oh, Patriot, that's right. I forgot Patriot showed up for just a moment. Yeah, exactly. you're right, you're right. Exactly. He's there. He's, again, that's good. very it was... central to what's going on with that part of the story. But it's also but central in a way. Story. Yeah, it's also central in a way that as you just blink and you miss it, I feel like in this case is a positive where it's like if you don't know who Patriot is, then no skin off your back. Like, yep. But if you do know who Patriot is, you're like, oh, that kid. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, when Isaiah Bradley shows up, and if you know who Isaiah Bradley is, you're like, oh, fuck, cool. But again, that worked very organically. And the one to me that really rides that line is America Chavez. Yeah. Sometimes she works, but also it's like, did we need you in this story directly? Honestly, though, here's the thing about America Chavez, and I think I get what you're saying. In any other movie, any other MCU movie, I think America Chavez would stick out way better, but she's put in the Sam Raimi Doctor Strange movie where fucking Wanda gets to be essentially a deadite. Yeah. So the show is so ridiculously stolen by by her and like alternate universe stuff that America, despite being, again, like with Riri, the crux of the film, gets left behind. I feel like Less so than Ruri does, but because I think America has actually done fine. It's just she's in a movie that is surrounded by really, really good. So and her just fine gets kind of buried. Yeah, and it just kind of comes down to you could have been a MacGuffin. That, yeah, you know, could have been an and, item. Yeah, and that sucks because it's like, well, you're you're not bad, and you do you do fit. You got great chemistry with everybody, but there's so much else going on. You don't feel as seamlessly connected. Yeah. I, I don't know how I would have done it any different. I, I think I would have... Because I still would have wanted to introduce America. Because, again, I think she could be great on her own or mixed with some of these other characters. But it's just... Yeah, when I think of Multiverse of Madness, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen just stole that movie handedly. Speaking of Elizabeth Olsen, she recently did an interview where she talked about she doesn't understand why the internet's nickname for her is Mommy. She says, I don't get it. I'm not that old. Yeah, it has nothing to do with your age, Miss Olsen. <laughs> and I just laughed and I'm like, oh, please, no one explain that to her. Just, yeah. just let, let, that, let that innocence lie. Yeah. I mean, I also adored WandaVision. So, yeah. WandaVision's another great example of Billy and Tommy were central to the plot of that story. What is, uh, it's Wiccan and what's the other one's name? I don't know. I know Wiccan, but I don't know the other one because I'm so, sorry. I'm I'm incredibly bored by speed powers. Uh, not to mention, no offense to Marvel, but DC has always had the foremost speed power guy. Like 
Flash is the speed guy. Quicksilver basically doesn't exist. Sorry. Well, Quicksilver is <laughs> interesting because he's a dickhead, and that's about the beginning, middle, and end of him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he gets to be like a villain at first. So. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, you, you kind of see it. It's funny to see, like, when it works, it works. Fucking not necessarily in this conversation, but Scarlet Scarab in Moon Knight. Mm. I know a lot of people actually really uh, adore that character. Like, She's in getting the her show. own comic run now. Yeah, a lot of people adore that character in the show and actually want to see more of her from just from by Twitter. Yeah, well, no, she's got, like, Marvel just announced they're starting a run of Scarlet Scarab comics, which, like, yeah. cool. I will and tell you, as a side her. note, I am super happy that if we're getting a young Hulk, it's Hulk's son, Scar? Is it Scar? Yeah, it's Scar. Yeah, that and not Amadeus Cho, because no offense to you fans of Amadeus Cho out there, I know some of you exist, but I fucking hate Amadeus Cho. I just I don't like anything about him. I'm, I'm really curious, like, again, that's another fun example of he's there in a blink-and-you-miss-it kind of reference of, huh, Hulk has a son. Sidebar. Scar. For people who are not comic book readers, the so Marvel Comics has been doing a thing for about mm, 12 years now where basically the comics kind of operate as a testing ground for ideas that they might want to adapt into other things. And so there was this big push for basically young versions of pre-existing characters. And some of them, you know, at this point, Miles Morales is probably the most successful of all of them, basically being completely his own character, despite still just being Spider-Man. Kamala Khan is another one. Those are two basically the best things that come out of the ultimate line of Marvel Comics. Rary Williams Ironheart was one. Although I like her design much better in her original comic incarnation, even though I didn't care much for her in her original comic incarnation, I think she needs to have the big afro, personally. Or the big hair. It's not really an afro. It's But whatever. One of them is named Amadeus Cho, and he's basically, what if the Hulk was also Reed Richards at, while he was Hulk? And I fucking hate that, and I just had to get my little... Because that's the thing, is he's like he's like the fourth smartest person in Marvel, because Marvel is Well, that's when... That's the Marvel now, and literally everyone got handed super genius with their powers. Yeah, but Bruce Banner's a genius, too, but when he turns to the Hulk, he's not a genius, whereas nowadays Cho just got Hulk powers, and now he's, he's like the fourth smartest person in reality, and also a Hulk at the same time. And I... I don't know, something about it just really grinds oh, no, my gears. <laughs> and I feel like we have not heard about Amadeus Cho for a reason... Yeah, I'm just, I I probably shouldn't even bother bringing it back up because, like you just said, he's kind of been swept away, and I'm glad for it. But I don't know. Just when I think about these characters, like Miles and Kamala are the ones that really work, and Abdeus is my example of not working. Yeah. And, and even, I couldn't even tell you really what doesn't work about him. I only read like it's the Fohawk man, fucking Fohawks. Maybe I only read like three or four comics with him, and they weren't even like about him. But every time he showed up, I just wanted to punch him in his smug face. Yeah, no, there's a hole. But, I mean, getting back to the topic, it's fun to see, and again, we can chalk this up to the pandemic. We can chalk this up to Marvel kind of panicking a bit in this last phase. Mm -hmm. We can chalk up to a whole number of things. But it's fascinating to see when it works, it works as good as ever. When it doesn't work, you're just like, I love everything about this but you. Well, I mean... We mentioned this. I don't like it. I'm just saying, like, when I go back and watch Wakanda Forever, I'm like, man, all this Wakanda centric stuff is great. There's Riri Williams. Why are you here again? What purpose do you serve other than I'll be in the next movie? 
Yeah. It, it is funny, because we've talked about this many times before, but the reason why any of the conversations about Marvel end up being not that interesting anymore is because Marvel's, like, their architecture at this point, their foundation is so solid that they don't really put out interestingly bad anything. Like, yes. the worst they do is passable stuff. And then people try and make it into something way worse than this. Like I said, people calling, you know, oh, Quantum Mini was so bad. Like, we just had Morbius. Yeah. We still know what bad superhero movies look like. What the fuck are you trying to make Quantumania into? Like, I know you and I... just fun example of introducing a younger character. Yeah. Like, I know you and I disagree about what I'm about to say a little bit, but to me, the worst movie in Phase 4 was probably Black Widow, and I still liked it. It was still fine. Like... Not, you're gonna put it. You're gonna go to bat for Eternals. Uh, Eternals was more interesting. At least it mm. felt like a very different genre shift. I, I, I have. Eternals is such a fascinating one that I feel like it's not again. I'm not, I'm not here necessarily. My point is they're not that interesting to talk about because at the very minimum they're competent movie experiences. Yeah. No, that's why it's just so dumb when people are like, oh, this one was utter garbage. It's like stop. You're lessening the word garbage and your ability to discern what is yeah. and is not garbage. Hell, at this point, DC movies are more interesting because they're way more shifting in quality. So, like, sometimes you get the really good Shazam and other times you get fucking Wonder Woman 1984. So. <laughs> I mean, Shazam hits both ends of that spectrum. Like, <laughs> wow, that was really good to, what the fuck happened? I don't know. I like Shazam too. Oh, if you count Black Adam as part of Shazam, then oh, then... Black Adam two. No, Black Adam two is by the numbers bad. Like, but, no, this is just. But bad my point is that DC movies. at least has this weird kind of like, okay, who knows what the fuck is this good? Like, I think morally, I'm probably not gonna go see the Flash just because of a lot of behind the scenes stuff. But just based on the trailer alone and putting all the stuff beside there, that movie looks like it can be amazing or utter garbage. And I have no idea which one it's going to be. <laughs> They're throwing up a lot of white smoke saying, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. And it's like, I don't believe you. I, even, I, if you even if I did, I don't care. I will say I lean more that it's probably going to be a disaster fire with some bright spots. I, I admit I cannot fathom another Batman v Superman level train wreck. Oh, I don't but... think it's going to be that bad. It's just I don't care that you got all the Batmans in there that... That doesn't make it interesting to me. Also, I have a personal gripe about not having a Grant Gustin cameo, unless they're lying about that, and they do, in which case, well, anyway. I also just don't like Ezra Miller. Even before oh, yeah. even no, before always... all of the background stuff that are reasons why not to support Ezra Miller, I already did not like his performances in anything yeah, I'd seen. it him. was a real weird choice. But kind of circling back, it's, it's interesting to see. This is not something people are talking about, which I think is interesting. Because it's very clear what they're doing. But in this whole discussion of the problems with Phase Four, no one talked about the new care, this inside introduction of the side characters. You know? I mean, honestly, because Phase Four should have just concluded with the Young Avengers and just thrown all these characters together somehow, write some story to make it happen, and then deal with some, like some smaller problem. Now, honestly, it probably would have been a Kang variant because that would have been the smart thing to do. But no, I, I think it's too soon. I like the idea, and I kind of wish it had been able to play out in the order that it intended of recovering from a seismic event that fucking changed everything and unstabilized everything and everyone kind of going, well, what do we do now? 
You know what? I well, what do I? Hmm. Sorry, I'm just thinking. I've been wanting an excuse to put Graviton in a movie. He might have been interesting. Oh, and I can't remember if I imagined they announced Young Avengers or... No, I don't think they ever actually announced it. It's just been something we've been talking about since they started introducing it's these young so characters. It's so clearly there. Why else would you bother be introducing the characters of Young Avengers if you're not going to do Young Avengers? Yeah. Well, there are logistical reasons to do it, but again, it's an obvious th- thing that... Yeah, but I mean... it. Yes, you can always bring in younger characters, but like the specific younger characters they're bringing in are direct, you know, parallels of like, this is from the Young Avengers. Like, I don't yep. like Hawkeye, but would anyone really be upset if there wasn't a Hawkeye in the Avengers? Yeah, no. you know what I would, I would love. It would not be connected to literally anything. You literally couldn't connect to anything, so it'd be kind of like Eternals. I want Avengers Zero. <laughs> you know? Oh jeez, isn't that like the primordial caveman avengers yeah it involves like odin uh starbrand uh odin starbrand what else there's There's either uh oh a ghost rider that has a mammoth yep and then there's like a the first sorcerer supreme yeah the original sorcerer supreme it's this the the like the first avengers the zero that needs to be an animated series on disney plus yeah, I don't even need that live action, but I would love a movie of that. Just just give me... Yeah, no, stop that on Disney+. Plus. Do not give it to the What If team. Give it to a competent animation studio. <laughs> oh, poor What If team. There there were parts of that that worked. <laughs> I, mean, I get it, but it's just like, oh, this is, this is not visually interesting animation. Yeah, but even then, it... as we said, nothing in What If is even, like, really bad. It was just, all right. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this is just so bland and boring yeah so no that's my whole thought like what is going wrong with sidekicks in the mcu sometimes they just aren't massaged in well enough sometimes they just slap them on the top and it feels very much like studio note of we got to introduce this character they were meant to show up in this show we had to cancel it because the entire production got shut down for covid they're here now yeah which is why really nothing is going wrong in like a systemic way they've just had hits and misses for how to introduce these characters because the world shut down for two years, and I know we all keep trying to pretend that never happened or isn't still happening. Yeah, so let's say not two did. years. It's uh, basically three to four years at this point. Oh, it's still on rolling, and it's going to be for a very long time. But this idea that we can all just memory hole it away like it never happened. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, remember, no. it's 2023 right now. It's called COVID-19 because it started in 2019. So easy way to remember yeah. how long it's been. <laughs> no, this is just, but it, it's also just funny like no one's and again i get why but no one talks about the covid of it all when talking about why did this phase feel off oh no do you have any like <laughs> i honestly don't think the phase felt off other than well again as you said covid like fucked things up and that i admittedly when i think of phase four i think fucking dr strange 2 was amazing shang chi was like my favorite uh, of the the whole group and I didn't care much for Black Widow. I thought Eternals was an interesting misstep. Or not even misstep. Just an interesting aim at something that was not necessarily for me. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was better than Phase 2. Uh, I think it was Phase 2 gave us... Kind of equivalent to Phase 2, probably. Well, see, you, you fall on the positive side of Iron Man 3. Yeah. I fall on the negative side. You fall on the negative side of Dark World. I fall Fucking, on the positive side. It's true. I dislike Dark World. And then I think we both agreed that Age of Ultron is its own special well, I, mess. 
Age of Ultron isn't even again. It's not terrible. It's, it's not terrible, but it's like oh well, growing pains. Yeah, but Winter Soldier exists in Phase Two, and that's fucking. And Guardians amazing. exist. And Guardians. So yeah, it's. Phase so, Four. We got Shang Chi. We got Doctor Strange. We got. We got fucking Guardians Three. We got No Way Home. As well. No Way Home has some like even the parts I don't like about No Way Home. Also, there's the, all the good parts really make up for it. Yeah. So again. We've done so many recordings that basically come about to Marvel's fine. Stop saying Marvel isn't fine. And that's the, the the interesting thing here. The only interesting thing here is just that, like, which of these introduction characters worked, which of them didn't. The ones that did work tended to be more integral to what the story is being told. Kate Bishop, Hawkeye is literally about Kate Bishop. Like, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is a, si- a supporting character, really. Like, you could argue he's a you know, leading, but it's Kate Bishop's story. She's the one who gets to fight Kingpin at the end for crying out loud. And she's probably the one who's been best done so far of these types of characters. Or they snuck him in as a classic throwaway character of, like, if you know who this is, you know who this is. Otherwise, don't worry about it until they show up again three movies away. Yeah. Yelena's probably the second best version of that because she got to be this uh, the supporting character in Black Widow and basically steal any scene she's in because Florence Pugh is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's just, it's fun. Like, everyone's got their things that they're bitching about. Like, no one's talking about this. It's like, come on, guys. This is interesting. Let's talk about why this didn't work. Instead of bitching about the CGI for the 80,000th time because you think it's an actual criticism. Yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if we get, like, an opposite of the Young Avengers, like, old Avengers, just not the ones that, like, are actual ones we've been with, just, like, old people. (laughs) I was just thinking of, like, how to put uh, David Arbor in uh, uh, his own team. I know he's going to probably be in Thunderbolts, but, like, just a team of, like... He's in Thunderbolts, but now I still want the Winter Guard. Yeah, I'm just thinking of, like, crotchety old man Avengers. (laughs) Or old people Avengers. I don't know. I I thought you were going to say, like, evil Avengers. I'm like, I wouldn't mind saying no to Dark Reign. I mean, villains are fun, so that'd be cool to see. Yeah. That's a side note. Because we're not doing suggestions of the week, I want to add to this recording that due to a recording we did with someone else recently, I've been going back and rewatching Superman the Animated Series. That show kicks ass, and I'm going to go through like I think the whole DCAU because it's amazing. I I got that on my list. I'm like I'm going to watch that because I I don't have strong memories of it, and I hear good things. Well, I didn't watch Superman the Animated Series when I was young because when I was young, I was in that stupid mindset of hating Superman. I didn't get over until I became an adult and got over my stupid edgy bullshit. And now I'm going back and rewatching. Like, yeah, this holds up really well. The first few episodes, the animation's really stiff, but it gets over that pretty quick. It's funny there are some people that are adults that still have that stupid opinion. Yeah, I I will defend Superman to always. Period. <laughs> anyway, all right then. <laughs> yeah, I think we're done. We've rambled a lot, and we weren't in great headspaces to begin with, especially me. Uh, all right, uh, thank you for you know people listening for putting up with with that and putting up with me. We did our best, but thank you for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, do those things. I know it's cringy when we ask, and I try to. I don't have a like a. a I don't read the notes when I say that. I try to be off the cuff because yeah, I make it feel. Or you got to be natural about it, right? And if you do like, share, and subscribe, that actually does, like, help. To be fair, I don't know what platform you're currently listening to us on, but whatever the things are for that platform, do that. Please. Helps us grow. Yep. And depending on the platform you're listening to us on, we're probably on there because we're everywhere. But if we're not and you're like, hey, why aren't you on this one? It's probably because we didn't know that one existed. So uh, drop us a line and we'll make that happen. As always, this has been Axel Wright. 
And it's your brother, Lord Commander Ulrich. Be sure to tune in next time, and as always, stay honorable.